humans, what up, what up? How the heck are you doing? This is a weekend cast. This is a Friday cast. This early, the earliest you can hear this is January 20th. I'm recording it on the evening of January 19th. If I sound happy to be here, frankly, it's because I am. I'm excited. I've had an evening cup of coffee. Not something I always do, but something I gladly do. It's a rainy night here in Brooklyn. Rainy night in Brooklyn. It's a rainy night in Brooklyn. Feels like it's raining all over the world. Of course, that's me on the fly trying to remember the lyrics to Rainy Night in Georgia. I hope I got them right. Hewitt's little fun audio <laughs> R. Little fun audio to start things off. This is my second take at addressing you. The first take I got a few seconds into and I realized my keys were in my front pocket and my elbow might hit them when I kind of lean over to do the thinker pose so I could get right up in the microphone. And I thought my keys might jingle some and be distracting. Uh, so I stopped short and tossed them on my coffee table. Of course, my coffee table being a white marine igloo cooler. Uh, so let's let's just hear a little audio of take one and some keys hitting a cooler. Why not? We're having some fun on a Friday. Humans. Humans, how the heck are you doing? Next Foley artist much? I don't know what that sound would be fill in for in a movie we'll figure it out humans great show planned for you today if i don't mind saying so myself we're gonna talk some ads you know you know ads television ads get me fired up today we're gonna talk some tv ads but we're also gonna talk about a print ad sit print on the radio a visual medium for our ears, I think we can do it. I think we can do it. You know, your brains can paint a much better watercolor, oil color than Monet ever could. So I think if I describe a print ad, your brains, well, they're limitless, humans. Okay. Ads, TV, and print. And Sid, what else are we going to talk about? Live Golf. The Live Golf Tour. Wow. The Sydney Hollis Show finally has the gall, the guts, the two feet to stand on to give us a take about the Live Golf Tour. Well, Sid, better late than never, I guess. So stay tuned for that. You know, humans, if I told you the the um, ads we're going to dissect today, <laughs> you might just turn this off. You might say, there's no way that's entertainment. There's no way I want to listen to an, someone go on about an insurance company ad. There's no way I want to listen to someone go on about a financial company ad. I mean, those are the two most boring things that exist. Well, humans... If you know me, if you know the show, if you know yourselves, if you know the humans, if you know the hideaway, if you know this place, place where we break 
Brad. You know none of us, myself included, would ever bring something dull and boring to the table. So yes, we're going to... We're going to talk a little insurance company. We're going to talk a little financial company, financial services company. But before we get there, and of course, the Live Golf Tour. But before we get there, humans, the last episode was a look back at episode one. And of course, that was because I did several, I did an extra episode last week so I could enjoy some fun in the sun. Well, humans, I went to Miami. I came back. I'm better for it. I'm a little tanner. I'm not as tan as I could be, or as tan as I should be. Three and a half day trip. Sick as a dog. <laughs> you know how I feel about dogs. Sick as a dog for the last two thirds of this trip. Got there in the got there in the late Miami afternoon, went for a walk, went to a grocery store right there in Miami Beach. Grab some suds. Grab some subs for the beach the next day. Grab some snacks. Grab a little fried chicken as a pre-dinner appetizer. All set up. Beautiful hotel. Gorgeous weather. Nice evening. Nice morning. Breakfast outside. Coffee, orange juice, mimosa, water. More water in the room. Brew dogs on the beach. Brought my paddleboard. Went out to a sandbar. Everything was going according to plan. Get back from the beach day. 3.30ish, 4ish. Watch the end of that Bills-Dolphins game. The unthinkable didn't happen. The Bills did win. Would have watched the game at the hotel bar with quote-unquote other people. Other Miami Dolphins fans. There's certainly other people with a vested interest in the Dolphins being in Miami. It was dead. Peeked in there. It was just the two workers watching the TV. So I watched it in the room. And humans, hide your ears if you don't like sickness talk. But then I just started barfing. Started barfing. Had a terrible, terrible stomach bug. Took me down. It made me... It made me delirious by night's end. I, I was I was trembling. My hands were going numb and my forearms were going numb. And I like I I was like not really all there. Amongst all this, there was a leak in my and my friend's room and water was pouring in. Not pouring in, but leaking in. So we had to do a room move. That's what that's what people call it in the hotel biz. And uh, so managed to pull myself together and make myself mobile enough to move rooms. Of course, once the bellman did show up, shame for shame. This hotel, the service was a little lacking. Get to the new room. And like I said, I was delirious. So at some point in the night, I thought we were in our third room because I was just so, so out of it. I was like, what? God, I can't believe I've had to move rooms twice. It was only once. Anyway, humans, I guess that'll happen. No sense in pouting about it. But uh, I was sick the rest of the trip. I was hoping I would bounce back after 24 hours, but it, it, kept, me, it kept me down for the next day and night, too, unfortunately. Um, and I tried to push through. 
Now, if I had my choice of being sick in my room here in New York City or being sick in a hotel room and staring out at Miami Bay and to the other direction, Miami Beach, the ocean, of course, that's a great <laughs> of views to feel sickly, and that's a good one. But uh, it was tough. Nevertheless, I'm here. I'm happy. I'm caffeinated. So humans, let's start with that print ad I was telling you about. Of course, I promised you some insurance company and financial stuff. But this is in another direction, although not too far off, if you really think about it. Like I said, it's raining today. So to my day job, I took a bike share. Of course, our bike share is sponsored by Citibank, so it's a city bike. Took a city bike to work today. Brought a tote bag with me so that I could carry my helmet home in a tote bag. And I took the train home because I knew it would be raining. And I had some errands to run on the way home, too. And I just didn't feel like getting soaked. Do I have rain gear? Do I sometimes stuff it out in the rain? Oftentimes stuff it out in the rain? Yes, I do. But, hey, I don't always have that in me. So there I was, taking the train home from Manhattan. 5.30 p.m., rush hour, and I get a seat. I mean, I should play the lottery today. I sit down, and what do I spy across from me? But an ad for the shirt company, Charles Tirrett. I've heard people say Charles Terwitt. I've heard the correct pronunciation is Charles Tirrett. But, I mean, who, did I, who the hell did I hear that from? Anyway, humans, it's spelled... It's spelled... Charles, and then T-Y-R-W-H-I-T-T, British Shirt Company. Here's the deal. They're, you know, typical. They're typical Oxfords. They have a variety of cuts. They have slim fits. They have extra slim fits. They have classic cuts. They have a lot of non-iron options. They have the nice uh, collars with collar stays. And... I'm going to be honest here. This is something I might normally bash, you know, a little mainstream, a little a little white collar. But I own a couple of their shirts, humans. We all need dress shirts for a couple of occasions here and there throughout our lives. And I like the way they fit. Um, you know, I'm, I'm a, I've got a stocky build. They fit me well. And... You know, you can, I also have, I have a pretty big neck for my arm length. So, you know, it can't always, can't always buy off the shelf at Macy's, but they have the great varieties. And of course the non-iron is huge and uh, whatever. I also resent myself for owning them. Like so many, so many things I own. Like if I saw someone walking down the street and I could tell it was one of those shirts and I was walking with someone else, I would like, as soon as that person passed me, I'd be like, oh, that loser was in a Charles Tirrett shirt. All the while knowing that I have two or three hanging up in my closet. I think just two. Humans, I'm trying not to judge people, but I am human. I hate these shirts, but I own them. I defy logic. Great place to break bread. Sitting on the subway and I see an ad for these shirts and what does the ad say at the bottom the tagline in this particular ad i don't think this is the tagline for the entire company for the boardroom bar 
and beyond. And then it's two corporate finance-looking dudes. For the boardroom, bar, and beyond. I've heard of from the mailroom to the boardroom. You know, when you're describing a CEO or a leader at a company or even an outfit or a purse or a briefcase. Hey, this would look good from the mailroom up to the boardroom. Or that guy's one hell of a CEO, man. He, you know, he's just, he's relatable from the mailroom to the boardroom. I know that saying. I've never heard for the boardroom, bar, and beyond. Or anything like it. For the boardroom, bar, and beyond. What's beyond? <laughs> Where do we go from here? Boardroom I get. This particular ad, these were corporate-y, finance -y looking guys. Bar I get. People go to bars and they wear crisp button-down Oxfords. That's that's nothing new, you know. Especially, you know, lots of dudes like to wear a crisp button-down Oxford with jeans and then like a driving loafer, a driving moccasin. It's such that's kind of an in vogue look for the uh, certain type of person. Not me. You'd be lying if you said you've never seen that. Or I would be. And of course there's happy hour. Of course there's happy hour. You just you come as you are, you know, you, you go to uh you go to the bar straight from the office, you know, wearing your nice non iron, wearing your button down, roll up the sleeves, toss back a Woodford. So okay, we got it. From the boardroom, that makes sense. To the bar. For the boardroom, bar, and beyond. What's beyond? Is Charles Terrett? Charles Terwitt? Are we are they suggesting that we push the boundaries of the Oxford? Is that what they're suggesting? We start at the boardroom. We end up at the bar. That's our map. You know, this is our map. Starting point. Boardroom. No, it doesn't say. Mailroom, boardroom, bar, beyond. No, boardroom, bar, beyond. So it's not it's not for someone working their way up. You're already there, baby. All right? If you're in this shirt, according to them, you're already there, baby. Where are you going to take this shirt, though? That's up to you. Buy this shirt. Take it beyond. Push the boundaries of the Oxford. Are we going to wear them on stand-up paddle boards? Are we going to wear them to the gym? Yeah, classic cut. You might be able to pull it off at the gym. It's pretty baggy. Their, their classic cut is a classic cut. I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a men's blouse. Let me tell you that much. It's like a 90s classic cut shirt. Believe you me. And yeah, I'm not trying to sell any of their shirts. If anything, I'm annoyed by their ad, frankly. Beyond. Beyond, push the limits of the Oxford. I, I don't know, like, do you want to get towed behind a boat and do some battle tubing 
in an Oxford? Do you bring it to the water park? What's beyond? Where? Where? Boardroom, I get it. Bar, I get it. Where else do you wear in Oxford? You're already wearing it at funerals. You're already wearing it at weddings. That's not beyond. Space. Low-hanging fruit. You know, Buzz Lightyear to infinity and beyond. I guess naturally we would think space. Sure. Spend a couple grand and take a ride in Jeff Bezos's and Richard Branson's space machines and take your Oxford beyond. Is that it? I, I, where is the Oxford going that's so crazy? That's beyond. Humans. Humans, if you own... If you own a Charles Terrett, a Charles Terwitt shirt, and you take it beyond, give us some audio. You know, if you're at like, I don't know, a NASCAR race, you know, give us some compelling audio. Hit us up at listenerlineatsydneyhollandshow.com. Record into the voice memo recorder and email it to that address after you press the share button. <laughs> Tell us how you do it. And better yet, humans, how about a little contest? Send in to the listener line ways you would take a Charles Terrett shirt beyond the boardroom, beyond the bar, and to beyond. Tell us how you would do it. Winner gets a Sid Buck. Uh, that'll go in your Sid Buck purse. And, you know, we got to update the Sid Buck purses, humans. I mean, you know, we know, of course, Brian, Brian now in Pelham. He was trying to become the first high Sid Buck high net worth individual. Uh, so, you know, <laughs> enter the contest, if anything, just to keep some democracy alive in the hideaway, humans. Um, let's say, let's say get those in by, um, get them in by Groundhog Day morning, February 2nd. Get them in by Groundhog Day morning. Typically record, typically record in the afternoon for a, for a Friday show on that Thursday before. So get them in by, you know, get them in by 9 a.m. Groundhog Day morning. You wake up, figure out your fate spring-wise with not only the most famous national groundhog, Punxsutawney Phil, but then, you know, your local groundhog. Of course, we've covered that before. We will do it again this year, by God. So by February 2nd, 9 a.m. Eastern Time. Get in your how you would take your Charles Terwitt, Charles Terrett shirts beyond. And, you know, get creative with it, humans. I mean, this is, they're saying beyond. We're, we're, uh, I think what Charles Terrett is trying to tell us, and God, I hate that I've said that name so many times. It irritates me. I hate that I own those shirts, humans, but. You have to wear an Oxford once in a while. Job interviews, weddings, you know, all that crap. Um, <laughs> I think what they're trying to tell us is they're disrupting the shirt industry. You know, Don't just wear an Oxford at all the regular things you think you would. Wear it beyond. You know, I, I don't want to keep naming examples, humans, because I don't want to take away your ideas, but, you know, I'm sure there's, uh, you know, I named the gym. I named a couple of water 
based things. But, you know, go nuts. Go nuts. Have some fun. There's a Sid Buck in it. And, of course, participating is just fun. You know, there's a Sid Buck. There's a Sid Buck just for doing it. There's a Sid Buck just for doing it. So you enter, you get a Sid Buck. There's not, it's, not just a, it's not just for the winner. Uh, nevertheless, Groundhog Day is the deadline. Morning. All right, we will get to the live golf tour. Stay on the edges of your seat for that, humans. But we're going to dive in to a commercial I saw over the weekend while watching football. Of course, a lot of, I, I watch, most of the television I watch this time of year is football. And so, you know, I'm seeing a lot of these ads. And I saw an ad, humans, this weekend for, for Northwestern Mutual. It's called Northwestern Mutual. And it's, it's the title of the ad is just kayak, you know, on their YouTube page. It reminds me a lot of an old favorite. See if you recognize this PSA from the 1980s. Is she yours? No, I mother said she found it in your closet. I don't know. One of the guys must have what? Look, Dad, it's Where not. Where did you get it? Dad, Answer I... me. Who taught you how to do this stuff? You, all right? I learned it by watching you. Parents who use drugs have children who use drugs. Classic 80s PSA. Of course, it's a dad walking into his son's room. The son's got headphones on. He's drumming on, like, his bed or, like, on his thighs on his bed. He's kind of sitting up in bed. And the dad looks stressed. Stressed and concerned. He's holding something. Confronts the son. Where? What is this? It looks to be weed paraphernalia, but they don't. They don't hover on it for too long. But Sid, what's this have to do with the Northwestern Mutual commercial? Well, let's find out. Hey, sorry, Mr. Game. It's okay. You see that? That's when I realized it's time to finally do the thing we've been talking about for years. So we're making plans for right now. No need to play the whole ad. Screw those guys. Humans starts out with a concerned dad in after work business attire, kind of looking stressed, kind of looking disheveled-ish, looking into his teenage child's room. In this case, it's a teenage girl. Instead of drumsticks, she's drawing. Okay? One was music. That's a drug thing. This one's... Visual art, another drug thing. She has purple hair. Her face looks oily and sweaty. I I'm not picking on the girl. This is this is the choice that the artistic director and the casting people, that the makeup artists, this is the choice they made. And then she looks up with this kind of like, it's okay. Like, you, you always let me down, Dad. Of course you missed my game. Like, I I'm turning to drugs. I'm... Um, this is it, you know, like I'm just going to be another sad teenager. She gives him that look. And then he even says, did you see that? Listen to it again. Did you see that? Hey, sorry, Mr. Game. It's okay. You see that? That's when I realized it's time to finally do the thing we've been talking about for years. Now, it's not exact symmetry here, humans. If you, if you watch it, if you watch it, and by the way, 
before this episode airs, I will post a tab on the website where you can watch both uh, YouTube videos so you can see for yourselves. Over at your favorite time waster, of course, sydneyhollishow.com. Head over there. There'll be a tab that says, like, insurance ad and drug PSA or something or other. You'll, you'll find it. Just go to sydneyhollishow.com, your favorite time waster. Humans, the dad walks in kind of from a different side or kind of leans in from a different side. But the ad, wow, we've got thunder in January, humans. The dad walks in. From a different side. You know, but I swear, I swear to use a new term or a newish term or a very current term. It's giving me those vibes. It's giving me the same vibes as the drug PSA. Unscrupulous, the things advertisers will will pull at humans. Unscrupulous. And of course, if that isn't bad enough... Their tagline in this ad is, spend your life living. Boy, don't you love the double entendre of the word spend there for a financial company. Northwestern Mutual. Invest with us. Spend that money on taking your daughter kayaking. You'll save her from the visual arts and drugs. Now, they don't show this, but I would assume with all the kayaking and getting dunked in a river that the purple hair would eventually wash out too. They don't quite go there. So humans, it's raining cats and dogs here in NYC right now, and there's thunder and lightning. Let me turn up the game for you next time there's a lightning strike. And, uh, and I'm, I'm gonna open my window too. Catch this. Here we go. humans it's pretty crazy it's january this is january 19th of course earliest you can hear this is january 20th so where were we humans we covered the insurance arm of today's uh double whammy and insurance no excuse me that was that was the financial arm god they're so bland they blend together northwestern mutual we covered the financial arm of today's double pronged TV ad attack, you know, part of this trident. Those are the two outer prongs, and the inner prong is a print ad for the kind of shirts those kind of people wear. Crazy. Okay, so for the next the next ad, the next topic here, Liberty Mutual, Liberty Mutual, they ha- they do insurance. They have an ad, folks, that's going to that's going to have us jump in. The Sydney Hollis Show, Hideaway, Time Machine. What does Rod Stewart have to do? What does Rod Stewart singing about karate have to do with the time machine? Well, it's pretty back in time as far as I'm concerned. People in the 70s singing about karate. And I always said we'd find a place for that soundboard clip in the show. Maybe this is it. <laughs> Maybe it'll be part of the Sydney Hollis Show, Hideaway, Time Machine. So humans, last year, not too far off from around this time last year, episode 36, right after the Super Bowl, so it would have been February of 2022, I was incensed that Meta, the parent company of Facebook, 
and WhatsApp that Meta had done an ad for the Metaverse to me ripping off the characters from Showbiz Pizza. Of course, Showbiz Pizza being a precursor to Chuck E. Cheese, the more inspired version of animatronic characters and pizza and games. And the band, the band at Showbiz Pizza Places was called the Rockabilly, the, excuse me, the Rockafire Explosion. I was very upset in episode 36 because they were totally ripping off not only the guy's characters, more or less, the guy who created them, but also like he and the characters' personal journey. Uh, so episode 36, I'm going to toss it back up on the website. Of course, your favorite time waster, sydneyhollishow.com. Uh, so you can, you can, if you want to go back and listen to that one, you're just going to go to the website. You can do it on your mobile phone, on your mobile phone, you can do it on your mobile phone or from a PC and you can just stream it from there, you know, in your, in your internet browser, you know, it's, it's not like having a podcast in your favorite little podcast app, but you can make it work. We're humans. We're smart. We're problem solvers. That's episode 36. If you'd like to hear it in full, it'll be available on your favorite time waster, sydneyhollishow.com. I am going to play an excerpt from that very episode. You see, I'd watched the Super Bowl. I was incensed about this commercial. I was not working at the time. Of course, I was working on the show, but I was not working a day job at the time. So I had all the time in the world. So after the Super Bowl, which ends pretty late... You know, I took in some cannabis, a couple more carbonated beer beverages, and uh, I went ahead and watched the Rock of Fire Explosion documentary in full, which I'd already seen before, but needed a refresher. I was then so fired up, I thought I might try to find this gent on the internet. So humans, here's a clip from show 36, last February. I gotta ask. So I did some digging on the internet, Reddit, the regular internet, etc. And I found what I believed to be the creator of Rock of Fire Explosion, Air Infectors, contact information. And I shot him an email. And I basically told him about the show. I said, we're a new show, but I'm impassioned and I don't like this ad. And I want to, I'd love for you to be able to come on the show and give me an interview or give me a comment. And I sent the email and it didn't bounce back. So I thought, well, we're on somewhere we're on to something. And then during this show, when I'm clicking around, kind of getting my thoughts organized and looking at what have you, <laughs> response, response from Aaron Fector, the creator of Rock of Fire Explosion, the band, the animatronic band at Showbiz Pizza. Now, I'll read you what I wrote him first. Mr. Fector, my name is Sidney Hollis. I have a rather new and rather fledgling plug and rather fledgling podcast. I saw a commercial on tonight's Super Bowl broadcast and it struck a nerve in me. Unless there's something I don't know about, it appears that Meta and the Metaverse, formerly Facebook, have taken a storyline from your showbiz pizza saga with Rock of Fire Explosion and used it for their own gain with no credit to you, your old colleagues, and your passion for the world you created. As someone who grew up with those characters and more importantly has seen the Rock of Fire Explosion documentary and has witnessed the feelings and dedication you put into the entire project, 
I'm wondering if I can interview you or reach out to you for comment on this situation. Thank you for your time, Sydney Hollis. And then I included a couple of links of the show so he'll know what he's possibly getting himself into. We've received an email back. And I freaking love it. Here we go. Sydney, I don't have time to do an interview, but I appreciate you thinking of me. A quick response to the ad you referenced, however, is that I'm happy that things I did in my life continue to inspire others to new projects and ideas. I am not too concerned with getting explicit credit for anything as long as the IP of Rocket Fire Explosion is respected. So, if they had used the actual characters from Rocket Fire Explosion, I would be looking into it today. As it is, I just appreciate that people like you noticed and maybe felt a little sad that the glory days of live animatronic performances in local restaurants are over. I don't know how Metaverse works, but if they can bring back Showbiz Pizza Place through VR technology, maybe that is a positive sign of things to come. Aaron Fector. Chills. I have chills. All right, humans, it's Sid back in present day. Sid back in January of 2023 in this thunderstorm. You know I'm passionate about the Rock of Fire Explosion, the animatronic band. You know I'm passionate about Showbiz Pizza Place. And, well, that's a line I've drawn in the sand. We know about it. And Liberty Mutual has crossed that line. Let's give it a listen. Research shows people remember ads with a catchy song. Did you know that Liberty Mutual Custom Liberty Mutual Only pay for what you need Only pay for what you need Custom home insurance created for you all Now the song is done back to living in your wall Annoying. Annoying. Not as offensive as the Metaverse commercial because they were ripping off the whole saga of this thing, but still annoying as a fan. You know, not my most snappy take. Not my most, you know, oh, Sid, that was some real pizzazz in that one. No, because this one's from the heart. This take doesn't have funny references to Richard Branson. This is just, that hurts. Stop. Leave these characters alone. To quote my man, Chris Crocker. And they do, they do, they do. They're, of course, just like the showbiz pizza character. Rosy little cheeks. Leave them alone. But, of course, always. We talked about it here on the show. And it's back in the world's consciousness. So, what's our trophy? Who loves you, pretty baby? I do. We do. We keep you abreast of things going on in the world. And what's something else that's going on in the world right now, folks? The Live Golf Tour. The Live Golf Tour. The controversial competitor to the PGA Tour, owned by a Saudi Arabian government fund. Of course, it's steeped in controversy because of their uh, questionable and bad human rights record uh, regarding the treatment of women, gay people, etc. That is the Saudi Arabian government. And people have, there's, you know, people have a lot of qualms with the tour, but that's, that's, that's the highlights, humans. Uh, so the tour exists 
it's caused a rift. You know, the, the PGA tours, the PGA players that are sticking with the PGA are like, this is competitive golf. What you have over there at Live Golf is laughable. But these guys are getting big money to jump ship and go over to Live Golf. And I guess the idea would be if enough of them do it, it could become competitive. And people have drawn lines in the sand. Friendships have ended. Sid, where are you going to jump in all this? Well, folks, well, folks, today it was announced that the Live Golf Tour, by the way, Live Golf, I, I wondered this myself. I had to look it up today. This is according to Wikipedia, so take that for what it's worth, humans. Live, L-I-V, this is according, this is according to Wikipedia, refers to the Roman numerals for 54, the score if every hole on a par 72 course were birdied, and the number of holes to be played at live events. Whatever. All right, humans, the big news today. The news came out today that they have inked a television deal with CW Networks. The CW. The CW Network. The Live Tour will be on national broadcast television. Not one of the top four we generally think of. NBC, ABC, CBS, and Fox. The CW. Formerly the Dubba 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 WB. And UPN. The WB and UPN merged in 2006 to form the CW. Folks, how do I know this? How, how come I didn't quote a website when I said that? Well, your boy here worked for a WB affiliate in Chattanooga. I was an account executive, an outside sales guy, driving around trying to sell ads for Chattanooga's WB. And in the short, short few months that I worked there, uh, the merger happened and we became the CW. Anyway, humans, the CW will be carrying the Live Golf Tour. Incredible. Incredible. What kind of consumer is this going to produce? What kind of television viewer is this going to produce? I mean, who watches golf? I watch the Masters, and I tune in to the other major tournaments. I, you know, if a major is on, I'll tune in. If I'm feeling a nap on a Sunday or a Saturday afternoon, I'll toss on some golf for some background noise, take a nice little nap. But in general, I just tune in for the majors and maybe not even all of them. That's just me. That's just me. So who watches golf? I surmise it's a lot of like 60-year-old dudes and up tuning into the Live Golf Tour. Maybe you're at an airport and there's nothing else on and they'll put that on as a sport. You know? But in general, who's watching golf? Guys that play golf. Retired dudes that play golf. But who's usually watching the CW? 20-year-old girls. 20-year-old girls are usually watching the CW. Whatever their shows are these days. 
Now, yeah, you could say, well, Sid, CBS has football and golf, and then they have they have shows for all ages. Sure, but it's not as pronounced. It's not as pronounced. I mean, unless you're watching the Live Golf Tour on the CW, you're a 20-year-old gal. Correct me if I'm wrong. Humans, listener line at sydneyhollisshow.com. So what's going to happen? Well, of course the advertisers are going to buy up the spots. There's still going to be ads for Tag Hewer. There's still going to be ads for financial firms and insurance companies. You know, that's... That's not going to change, but networks also advertise their own shows when they know there's a lot of eyeballs there. You know, it's their network. They got to, you know, they'd be, they'd be silly not to. So you got some 60-year-old guy watching the live tour. He sees his favorite advertisements. And then he sees an ad for the 90210 reboot. Or he leaves the golf on. Excuse me, he leaves the CW on after the tournament. I say, I say tournament now. I don't say tournament. He leaves the CW on after the tournament. And then DC's Stargirl comes on TV. <laughs> or the Carrie Diaries, the Sex in the City prequel. Again, what kind of consumer is this going to create? What kind of TV viewer is this going to create? Well, I guess that's the kind of TV viewer, the kind of guy that watches golf and then gets into television for largely gals in their 20s. I, you know, I guess, I guess, tell you what, shows of that ilk, shows of that ilk. I'm going to predict it now. After the next live tour, whenever the hell that is, there's going to be an influx of 60-year-old dudes shopping at Forever 21. Because they're going to watch those shows, and then they're going to see those ads. 60-year-old dudes rolling into the mall, making a beeline for Forever 21. 60-year-old dudes wearing Nasty Gal. 60-year-old dudes that own tag hewers that wear Greg Norman golf shirts and flowy pleated khakis from those PGA tour stores in airports. Those kind of dudes will now be shopping at Zara. Zara. They're going to create a monster. <laughs> I mean, well, it's going to become commonplace for 60-year-old dudes to be in Forever 21s. It, to shop. Not to find, you know, what is it like a sugar daddy has a sugar baby. Not to find sugar babies. No, to shop for themselves. To shop for themselves. And humans, it won't just, the live tour won't just be available on CW, the channel, of course, that's a nationwide channel, humans, and it's in the antenna. It's totally free. I can watch it right here in New York City on Channel 9, right? My television right behind me, right out of the right out of the air on the antenna. You can also watch the live tour on the CW app. Well, wouldn't you know, 
before we started rolling the show today, I downloaded the app, and I've thumbed through it a few times. And well, it's just as flashy as the CW itself. And like we all do when we're waiting in line at a store, we can't afford, we can't let ourselves be bored. So we go through our apps, and once we exhaust one app, we move to the next. So CW won't be too far down that list. These guys are going to be looking at those shows. Now, other than that, humans, their app doesn't really have that much. There's, there's not much there. You know, it could be like the lazy journalists, lazy bloggers, lazy podcasters, podcasters of our times and come up with some think piece like, Oh, humans, hey, world, I took LSD and then I took a deep dive into the CW app and like what I found you wouldn't believe. So sick of those stories. Yes. Yes, you had an enhanced experience doing something visual on drugs. No one's surprised. Why is that in publications? I don't know. Anyway, humans, there's your big, uh, there's your big live tour news update and take. Maybe it wasn't what you were expecting. Okay, folks, that'll about do it for today. That was a Friday cast for you. Earliest you could hear this was January 20th, 2023. Of course, I recorded this on January 19th, the day of the infamous January thunderstorm in New York City. And we have a new contest. It's a contest because that's what it is, I guess. Ernest Sidbuck, by calling into the show, listener line at sydneyhollishow.com. You know how to do it. Call in before Groundhog Day, February 2nd in the morning, and let me know, let us know, how you would take a Charles Terrett shirt beyond, beyond. All right, humans. Peace and love. Peace and love. No autographs to the Equinox.